is your PBF Public Radio. Radio Free America. This is episode number 68, and I am Romeo One Oscar. So many things to talk about this morning. Let's start with our good friend, Navy veteran and registered Democrat that's only donated to Democrats, Tony Bobulinski. Tucker Carlson last night, as we mentioned previously, devoted his entire episode to Mr. Bobulinski. What, you know what my takeaway is? My takeaway from this is that what we're seeing finally is all of the, uh, the Russian collusion that uh, we were told. Everything we were told about the Trump family was, I, I think it's probably spread out among the other families, but everything, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, New York Times, Washington Post, and then everybody who derives their information from that, since they do have an overabundance of my favorite word lately, smooth brains. Once those sources report it, oh, and I have to interject this, apparently our good buddy Jeff Bezos, the oligarch who has gotten much richer during the pandemic, owner of things like Washington Post, is, look, is eyeing, according to reports, purchasing CNN. Apparently, uh, AT&T is looking to remove some of that dead weight. And... Uh, we know how successful Washington Post has been in getting the Pulitzer Prize for writing about Russian collusion that proved to be false, where millions and millions of dollars were spent. So let's look. What did Tony have to say on Tucker's show last night? Quite simply, Bubalinsky said that Joe Biden and his family is compromised. He was describing them purchasing a portion of a Russian state-owned energy company. What? A Russian state-owned energy company? But I thought he was working for the Ukrainian company. Well, that's called playing both sides. That's called playing every side. You know, he was apparently involved in... Um, Romania, Kazakhstan, China, China. Um, yeah, I mean, there were, I didn't have a, uh, a pad and paper with me as I did in the previous, when I was looking at the, the debate last week. So um, I'm going off of memory plus some of the different tweets I could find online. 
but it looks like um, in May of 2017 was uh, Sean Davis. Uh, there were text messages. The Federalist took or got a hold of, and these are even evidenced by screen caps of these messages as well. The text messages obtained by the Federalist show Hunter Biden personally arranged a meeting with his business partners and Joe Biden to discuss a major deal with CEFC, a Chinese energy company. The meeting occurred at the Beverly Hilton in L.A. in early May. Texts are from May 2nd, 2017. Apparently, Bobolinsky agreed to spearhead the deal, and he met with Hunter Biden and Rosemont Seneca partner Rob Walker multiple times. And he met with Vice President Joe Biden twice. Now, didn't Joe tell us that he never discussed his son's business? Well, I guess maybe not. This is Joe's business, right? Um, apparently, a short while after that meeting, that Bobulinski, Navy veteran, Democrat, registered Democrat, donor only to Democrats, at the Beverly Hilton with Hunter and, and Jim, uh, Joe Biden showed up at the meeting. Because, according to Bobolinsky, because they were sort of whining, whining and dining me and presenting the strength of the Biden family to get me more engaged in their China deal with CEFC, both in the United States and around the world. Did you know that uh, apparently... Jim Biden has the island next to Epstein's Island. That's weird. Huh. I'm sure that's nothing, though, right? And according, and this is from Alex Salvi, Alex Salvi News, Tony Bubulinski stated, I didn't request to meet Joe. They requested that I meet with Joe. They were putting their entire family legacy on the line, they knew exactly what they were doing. They were dealing with a Chinese-owned enterprise. From Sean Davis, I asked James Biden point-blank at the Peninsula Hotel about how they were structuring all these deals and getting away with it without putting Joe Biden's career at risk. James Biden said, plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. Interesting. And uh, from Curtis Howick, Howick, Hook, H-O-U-C-K, Hook, Hauk, uh, Bublinski to Tucker. I remember looking at Jim Biden and saying, how are you guys getting away with this? Like, aren't you concerned? And he looked at me and he laughed a little bit and said, plausible deniability. Now, I want to say this. I think that Bobolinsky does have an axe to grind. But here's the axe to grind. Adam Schiff, Shifty Schiff, was accusing Tony Bobolinsky of being Russian disinformation. Tony Bobolinsky had Q clearance. Now, not QAnon clearance. He had Q clearance, which is pretty, pretty high-level clearance in the military. And here he is 
being accused of being Russian disinformation. Who else? Oh, Naval Officer Carter Page was implicated by these people. Do you see how they're going to throw people under the bus for their little game? We're just cattle to these people. But the Great Reset will fix that. Don't forget to look up what the World Economic Forum has to say about that. Don't forget the Green New Deal, eating your vegan kibble in your pod, in your super city, where you won't own anything. Yeah, that'll be nice. Anyway, I digress. This is from, oh, uh, there was no other reason for me to be in the bar meeting Joe Biden than to discuss what I was doing with his family's name and the Chinese. This is from the Daily Caller. Tony Bulinski said it was a blatant lie when Joe Biden says he had no knowledge of his son's business dealings. And uh, Bulinski also stated that he was wanting to stand up and shout at the debate last week that Biden was a liar. Seemed a little dramatic, but drama does seem to work with the uh, Handmaiden's Tale crowd. I mean, look at all the protests against ACB. Uh, when Hunter Biden's laptop became national news, Representative Adam Schiff suggested it was Russian disinformation, implying that he was a Russian asset. Bobolinsky made it explicitly clear, clear that he would go public if Schiff didn't retract his Russian smear, to which Biden family advisor Rob Walker said, you're just going to bury all of us. And this comes from... Daniel Chaitin, in Tucker Carlson's interview with Hunter Biden's ex-business partner, Tony Bobulinski, they played a tape of Rob Walker, a self-described Biden family representative, of telling him, you're just going to bury all of us if he went through with his plan to go public on business dealings. But Shifty Schiff couldn't stop. Because why? Because so many of these people... And our government are compromised. Did you get that yet? Did you get why so many of these things haven't been uncovered? <laughs> Did you get why they're trying to des destroy Trump? Yeah, I get it. Trump's an asshole. These people are criminals. Trump isn't a criminal. You know how we know why? He was in the casino business. That means they're up his ass. They are up his ass. Why? Because casinos used to be a criminal business. Now, there are criminal businesses with casinos that have occurred overseas. Places like Macau. But it's a very regulated industry because it was overrun with criminals. Want a background on that? Watch the Godfather movies. Watch how Vegas had that. While the Godfather movies are fiction, it's based on significant facts. From the, uh, let's see, this is from the Trump War Room. 
The Biden camp is smearing Navy veteran Tony Bobulinski's evidence as Russian disinformation because he blew the whistle on their secret business dealings with the Chinese. He says that's disgusting. I would agree, but, you know, I know we've got some zeros, some officers that listen to us. I know there's some who are Republicans, but I know that we've got the Democrats because you're indoctrinated to believe that stuff. These people will sell you out. But maybe they won't. Maybe you can get on the criminal gang. Maybe you can jump on that gravy train. We know that there's a, a fair amount of officers that go in just for that purpose. Do their time. And then move up the ranks of the political banking finance class. Democrats and corporate media accuse Trump of being compromised by Russia. This is Sean Davis again from the Federals. In reality... Hunter Biden personally represented a top communist Chinese official in China's purchase of 14% stake in Rosneft, Russia's state-owned energy company, per a Biden family whistleblower. Remember? Remember they told us Carter Page. Carter Page was going to be given a percentage of Rosneft. Huh, but Hunter Biden... Got some of that? Isn't that weird? It's like when 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 they wrote the Steele dossier, which they used and abused to spy on people in our country, it's almost like they just did a find and replace at times on some of the things they did. Can't wait to find out who was getting peed on in the bed. I wonder if it was someone whose laptop. I don't know. Could it be? <laughs> uh, Tony Bobulinski, Jim Biden gave an emphatic no to putting proper governance in place for business with Hunter. Really? You don't want proper governance in place. The kinds of things that need to be in place in boards and the way money's controlled and all those type of things. Why do you think they wouldn't do that? Just think about it for a little bit. From August Takala, Tucker, if Biden is elected, how does this constrain his ability to deal with China? I think Joe Biden and the family are compromised. I've held a clearance. I just don't see, given the history here, how Joe can't be influenced. And Kyle Morris, I have a, for, I have a former SEAL team protecting my family. I'm not at home right now. A whole SEAL team? SEAL team members? I don't know. I mean, I would, I would hope that there would be SEALs helping. But we do know in some of the text messages between, I believe it was um, Devin, his good buddy, Hunter's buddy Devin, Devin Archer, Archie, as they called him in the messages. Archie was saying in emails how they had some, some friends at Little Creek that were going to help out. So maybe these guys are helping him out. Maybe those guys at Little Creek are compromised. 
And here we go. Final closing statements in regards to this. And, and you know what? Talk about bombshells, blockbusters, the walls are closing in. Do you think any of the media is going to cover this? If anything, if the media covers this, it's Russian disinformation, it's lies. The media is not telling you news. That simple. I don't know how many times I've re repeated that, but this should be very clear now. This guy has the messages. We've seen emails. They're trying to tell us this is Russian disinformation, and they've backed none of that up. No credible news has said that. The Biden campaign has not denied that's Hunter Biden's laptop. They were involved in business with this guy. Again, Democrat, donated to Democrats, Navy officer. He did his good time in the Navy. Hunter Biden couldn't stop smoking crack and got out of the Navy because he couldn't stop smoking crack. He was allowed into the Navy on waivers because of earlier problems smoking crack. His dad got him in. And then he couldn't stop smoking crack after he got in. Returned a rental car with a crack pipe in it. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, David Harsanyi says this is just like the Russian collusion story, except with verified evidence and on the record sources. And last but not least, our good friend Molly Hemingway. Solid. She's solid. Her, her and her husband, Mark. If you're not following Molly and Mark on Twitter, please do. If you're not following David Harsanyi on Twitter, I suggest you follow him as well. But she has a very illustrative tweet. She did a search on CNN, all of CNN. U.S., world, politics, business, opinions, health. Everything. Your search for Bobolinsky did not match any documents. And, and, and what does CNN suggest? A few suggestions. Make sure all your words are spelled correctly. Let's see. B-O-B-U-L-I-N-S-K-I. That's spelled correctly. Try different keywords. Try more general keywords. I don't know. I don't think, uh, maybe, maybe, if she looks up Russian disinformation, because that's what your propagandist in Silicon Valley. Oh, oh, wait. You know what, guys? Let's check. I need to check on something. Let's go look at the New York Post on Twitter. Nope. Yeah. October 14th. 14 days, two weeks after the Hunter Biden information was first reported by the New York Post, and they still don't have access. This is the game they're playing. This is the information they don't want out there. And that's why I decided to start today's episode out with it.
Wow. Um, hmm. Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. What in the world happened there? Oh, wow. What in the world happened? Everywhere. So, I I'm going to try to... It was a crazy night. <laughs> in the grand scheme of... Oh, one last thing. i got to mention this. I didn't mention this. This ties back to Bubalinski. Presidential nominee Joe Biden called a travel lid. <laughs> he called a travel lid after the interview with Tony Bobulinski. Now, this is from Jennifer Epstein from Bloomberg, 9.57 Eastern Daylight Time. Under an hour after the Bubulinski interview, Biden isn't traveling tomorrow. Instead, he'll be focused on COVID. Getting briefed by public health experts and then speaking on his plans to beat COVID-19, lower health care costs, and protect Americans with pre-existing conditions. And then... <laughs> Nancy Pelosi put out some information about how this is going to be defeated. Uh, yeah. Do you believe that? Okay. All right. So, Philadelphia was a madhouse last night. Philadelphia was absolutely out of control. Let's see a recap of everything that went down yesterday, uh, or last night. So, so many. Philadelphia was looted. There were many killed. Journalists were assaulted. Jews were attacked. In Brooklyn, New York, it got trashed. Why? Because they were helping out the people in Philadelphia that were rioting insurgency due to a man coming at the police with a knife. The mother of the man with the knife who came running at the police, she called the police because her son was out of control. And now, now they're gonna they're gonna go on a scale back to Minneapolis this summer because that's what Philadelphia looked like last night. It looked like Minneapolis, and Julio Rojas gotta say his name like that in case he's listening to us. He is a former Marine. Check us out, Julio, if you aren't already. From Town Hall, even said so because he's been all over the country this summer. And what he saw in Philadelphia was like Minneapolis. Okay, uh, Brooklyn was trashed by rioters. And police got run over in Brooklyn. So after Philadelphia, when the truck hit the police officer, 
in New York City. We know this happened one time before, but last night the police were, they couldn't get a vehicle to stop. Police were standing in a line with bicycles. Police officers were trying to break the windows, and the car ran over police officers. I have not heard what happened. See, Dodgers fans looted a semi-truck in L.A. while rioting because the truck was stopped. It was trapped in the area. So what do you do? You loot. In Seattle, rioters assaulted drivers there. In D.C., the insurgents... What, 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 the Blam Tifa insurgents attacked a precinct over a man who did, died in police pursuit. In uh, Philadelphia, real quick, they said uh, the to the people, uh, Philadelphia threatened assault and chase out Jewish residents claiming you don't live here, call the members of the synagogue of Satan. Um, vehicles were rammed all over Philadelphia. Walmarts were looted. At least two Walmarts. Let's see. Let, let me let me just go to a straight story here. I, I'm looking at so many different things. I'm trying to organize this. Um, I, I have talked about... Oh, let, let, let's add this. Let's not forget. Democrat Governor Wolf of Pennsylvania called all of the mass rioting and looting peaceful protest. 30 police officers were injured. One female police officer was run over by a truck. And Democrat Governor Wolf says it was peaceful protest. Mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. It's back. It's back. And much like we talked about, Nat G and I, we discussed this a bit in our uh, color revolution. They're going to lie to you, and it's the media complex. The Democrat elite intelligence community mainstream media complex. This comes from the Gateway Pundit. Breaking reporter in Philadelphia says Black Lives Matter rioters are specifically targeting and attacking white people. Elijah Schaefer, we've used him before. He's a Blaze reporter. He said, Philadelphia police have lost control of the riot and white people are now being specifically targeted and attacked. The mob is so anti-white that Antifa was not welcome with them and had to hold a separate demonstration in another location. Schaefer, who was violently attacked earlier in the evening while reporting live from a shop that was being looted, tweeted that the rioters are also shooting each other. Philadelphia police have completely lost control of the affected rioting region, which stretches multiple city blocks, Schaefer tweeted. Looters have broken into over 30-plus doors and are attacking white people. They are also shooting each other. I've only witnessed one arrest. 
And he also said, I'm trying to get out of here, but the chaos seems endless, and I can't find a place to get a rideshare to get come get me. Absolute insanity tonight at the hands of BLM anti-police riots. Schaefer added in a subsequent tweet that they were specifically targeting and attacking white people. It was clear if you were white, you weren't welcome. That's why Antifa had their own demonstrations in a separate part of the city. The rioters have looted Foot Locker, Walmart, and countless other shops in Philadelphia on their second night of mayhem. The riot is in response to the fatal shooting of a black man who was charging at the police with the knife. A knife. The knife. So, looks like the police did try to arrest people, but then maybe they called a lid as they alerted people that a large crowd of approximately 1,000 is looting businesses in the area of Castor and Armingo. Avoid the area. It's a lid. Um, yeah, so... Busy night. I don't... I don't know. Um, we, are, we are told that This is only going to get worse if Trump gets elected. They've warned us. And what's what's really bad about this is these are these are minority-owned areas. Oh, you know, I'm looking at videos here because we've been told. I'm watching some videos here. I'm watching um, watching the people protest the shooting death of a man stabbed by police officer. Or, uh, he tried to stab police officers. They shot him. What is interesting is I'm looking for all of the white supremacists. Now, I'm not seeing white supremacists. And as reported by Elijah Schaefer, the white people aren't out there. Could this be, is this Proud Boys? I don't see any Proud Boys gear. It's a lot of people, and I see a lot of women, too. These are minority-owned businesses. And I don't know if you know this, but the head of Philadelphia's police department was the head of Portland's police department until this year. I wonder if there's a tie with that. Huh. Wait, so Proud Boys have been in Portland, so maybe they followed the the police, the head of the police department out there? Is that possible? What do you guys think? They're not white supremacists unless we've got something new, but it's pretty diabolical. We do know that Black Lives Matter in Chicago specifically said that looting is reparations. So they're seeking more reparations. Because a black man tried to stab police officers. Reparations for that. And these are white supremacists that don't look white. Probably Proud Boys that don't wear Proud Boys gear. And there's women. It's so confusing, guys, but I'm, I'm trying to piece this all together.
our favorite neocon daughter, Megan McCain, predict post-election war. Post-election war? Megan, what are you talking about? Well, she posted on Twitter yesterday... This comes from Red State. Is war on the way? In the last few months, and to some degrees, few years, some have spoken of a coming clash, occasionally predicted a civil war. Meghan McCain believes something explosive sits on the horizon, but it may not be of the action movie variety. Perhaps she envisions, envisions a Supreme Court battle against the conventional media of America. On Tuesday, the daughter of Republican John counted the way days to election 2020, regardless of results, she sh suggested the big W awaits. So this was yesterday, Megan McCain, six days until the election, and all I'm anticipating, no matter who wins, is, and she posted the gift of Andrew Breitbart. Now, recall... That this video where Andrew Breitbart let's 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 play that I've got that queued up here. It's one of my favorite little clips. All the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, "You're going to call us racist. You're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's." Fuck you. Indeed, one of my favorite clip, favorite clip of all time, favorite clips here. Um, so that was 2012 at the Conservative Political Action Committee. Um, it was basically a trailer for Hating Breitbart and MSM Condescension. Now, Andrew Breitbart is no longer with us. But let's see what he had to say. The left pits people against each other. Divide and conquers the strategy. I don't want to live in that world. It's the exact opposite of E Pluribus Unum. Now, of course, a lot of smooth brain people complained that this was, you know, Trump's doing this. He's he's the one doing this when it's <sighs> It's insane, people. I'm not even going to go into the responses. These people are dumb. But I do think it's interesting. Now, is this a war against legacy media? No matter whether it's Trump or Biden? The view is not known for its high quality of thinking. And maybe I just wanted to play Breitbart for you. You know what? Maybe that's it. And if that's the case, let's just play it one more time. How about that? And let's let's call it a lid on the podcast. All the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist, you're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's, fuck you. All right. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Stay safe out there. The media's lying to you. I 
don't know what's going to happen with all these peaceful, mostly peaceful protests spreading across the country again. I anticipated things were going to be crazy leading up to the election. They're looking for an opportunity to start things everywhere. Stay frosty, friends. This is Romeo 1 Oscar, and I am out.